You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with a very special tag team sermon by Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. All the praise. Somebody say all of it. Every bit of the praise. You might have seen me down there dancing. God was moving so in this place I could not hold my feet. I had to give him glory. First of all, I thank him because he blessed me to see another year. Amen. Then I thank him because I thought about things that we've been confronted with. And this is a season of prayer and fasting. We don't do it in vain, but we do it expecting to see a move for God. And so I thought about things that we were confronted with, praise report, prayer and different things that would come forth, and God moved half of the situation. Do you know anything personally about God? I honor Him in this place. On to praise. Amen. I honor Apostle Willie Talbert. Amen. Pastor Stephen Talbert. Amen. I honor all of our associate pastors, Pastor Hector and Cassandra Foy, Pastor Vondell. And to all of our associate ministers as well, all of you, I salute you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as well as Pastor Carolyn Doy. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise in this place. Amen. How many believe in God for a miracle on today? Tell somebody around you, God has a miracle for you. Hallelujah. Come on, shout it like you know you got it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I saw you uh, dancing too, Apostle Willie. Yes, Lord. Yes. Let me tell you something. This is why we love being in the house of God because, listen, we can praise God at home, but it's when we get with the other saints, amen, we we may be going through, as Apostle Mamie Torres stated, but when you get around somebody else that's a prayer warrior, somebody else that's interceding, somebody else that is joining the Lord with you. Amen. You can get your praise on. Amen. And that's one of the things that we believe in Yes Lord Ministries is giving God all the glory that is due unto him. Amen. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I looked at it and some of you may have seen some Instagram post or whatever when people are praising God and you see people mocking say it don't make no sense. Why are they doing that foolery? But yet I thought about this. Why is it that you're dancing in a dance club or at a party? Amen. You can get your dance on but when we come to the house of God where we get our praise on listen what you do there we don't try to stop you but what we do here you ain't gonna stop you us. better know amen. it come on somebody come give on God here some now. Praise. amen so today amen we know we got a lot to do today because we're going to be doing our communion service today amen so we just felt led of the Lord amen we're going to share a word today amen I'm gonna let uh, Pastor Mamie Tarver probably do most of the preaching. I'll just do the reading of the scripture and just say a little something. Amen. Praise God. But you can find us. Get your Bibles if you would turn to the book of St. John, chapter 13. Amen. The Amen. book of St. John, chapter 13. And want to look at an emphasis on verses 12 through 20. Amen. amen. Verses 12 through 20. Once you have it, can you say amen? 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can, if those of you that are able to, if you can stand, look around, make certain that everyone has access to a Bible. If not, share your Bible, but it'll also be on the screen. Amen. Praise God. Once you have it, can you say amen? All right. Here you find these words. So after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, know ye what I have done to you? Verse 13, ye call me master and Lord, and ye say, well, for so I am. Verse 14, if I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, you also that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily, verse 16, verily, verily, I say unto you, which truly, truly, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. Verse 17, if ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. Verse 18, I speak not of you all. I know whom I have chosen, but the, that the scripture may be fulfilled. He that eateth bread with me have lifted up his heel against me. Now, oh my God, I feel a breakthrough right there. Now I tell you before it come that when it come to pass, ye may believe that I am he. Verse 20, verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I sin receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. And together we're going to talk from this subject, the invitation to the table. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, but can you say that with me? The invitation, the invitation to, the table. to the table. So as we begin to look at this particular scripture, when you read the backdrop of it, you find that even in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it talks about how that Jesus had broke bread with his disciples. He gathered them around the table, and then he began to break bread. But he was leaving an example for them, and as an example for us, that we should participate in communion. Amen. But those that were around the table were those that were supposed to be what? Believers. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Believers. Somebody say believers. believers. See, we can understand that the world don't know why we do communion. But when you even go to the book of 1 Corinthians, it talks about how that Jesus even let us know. And Paul let us know. He says that, listen, this what we do, we ought to do. And Jesus said this in John. He lets us know. He said, look, I'm giving you of my flesh and my what? Blood. Mm -hmm. Because anytime when you go to Old Testament, anytime that there was going to be an offering, there had to be what? A sacrifice. And they had to sacrifice what? A blood offering. Are you with me? Now, please understand those that are, I guess, for the first time, what is he talking about? No, you're not going to be taking blood today. Are you with me? No, it's not that kind of blood. But what he was saying was this, there had to be a sacrificial lamb. Let's go back, if you would, you don't have to turn there, but Genesis mm -hmm. chapter 12, when Abraham was getting ready to sacrifice Isaac, the Bible said that he was giving to sacrifice what? His only son. But how many know that God did not want him to take his life, but he wanted to test him to see where his what? 
faith was. Can I prophesy to somebody? Some of the things that you have been encountering, it was not that God will take you out, but that he will bring you what? Up. Oh, somebody better help me here. But how many know that the Bible says that God provided a ram in the bush? Now, let's bring it 21st century forward. Jesus was our ram in the bush. Because we could not have paid the price that Jesus paid. How many know that some of us barely could take pain if somebody stepped on your toe or you hit your finger in the car? Am I talking to anybody here? But we find here that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Yes, he was. And here's the thing. Because he was the ultimate sacrifice, when Jesus did it, it need not be repeated. Somebody need to say that with me. Come on, those of you watching virtually, drop it in the chat. It need not be repeated. And what that means is that after Jesus came, it was no longer necessary for the blood of bullocks and rams and different animals to be sacrificed on the altar. Because as Apostle Willie Talbert said, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, and he gave the sacrifice. Why? So that we might have access. Somebody say access. Access. Access to God the Father to be back in relationship with him. Now, y'all remember that, that God created Adam and Eve back in the garden. Y'all remember back in Genesis, and he created them, and the intention was that they would have fellowship. Continual, consistent fellowship with him. The scripture lets us know that God created them for himself. Is anybody hearing me? But there was an interruption. Somebody say an interruption. There was an interruption. And what you need to understand is that the devil's jealousy has not diminished. He's still jealous of us because God created us for himself. Now, if you ever underestimated yourself, you need to look in the mirror, which is the word of God, and then look in the natural mirror and understand that God said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Not only that, but he loved us so much until he know every hair that's on our head. I don't care if you lost some hair. God knows how much hair we got on our head. Is anybody hearing me? What a mighty God we serve. And because he loved us so much, uh, he gave the ultimate sacrifice so that we would have right relationship. Somebody say right relationship. Right relationship with him. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're confronted with, understand that it's just a tactic to interfere with your relationship. Somebody say relationship. Relationship with God. And so Jesus invited the disciples to the table. Can you understand that we're not always invited to every table? Huh? Anybody hearing me? You may not be invited into every room. You may not be invited to every event. You may not be invited to every dinner or every banquet. But understand that Jesus is giving you a special invitation. To come and sit at the table. How many know when it comes to the table that Jesus invites us to? Come on here now. There's so many more benefits that we experience when we're seated at that table.
Now, when we get an invitation, here's the thing. Don't refuse. Don't reject the invitation. When Jesus gives it, you need the RSVP right away. In other words, let him know that you appreciate the invitation. Not only that, you realize and understand that he gave the invitation so that you would be seated at the table so that you would be entitled to the privileges and the benefits that royalty enjoys. Mm -hmm. And at this table here, Jesus, what he's doing, the Bible says that as supper being ended now, he took laid aside his garments and put on a towel and begin to wash the disciples' feet. If you're taking notes, you want to write this down, that Jesus showed us what it means to serve. It's not our titles, even though apostle, bishop, prophet, evangelist, CEO. No, it's not our titles that make us so important, but it's our servant. Are you with me? Paul said he, and Jesus even said that he that it would be chiefest amongst you all should be servant to all. Mm -hmm. Are you hearing me? It's not about us being served, but it's how can we serve? So the Bible Mm -hmm. says that as he began to wash the disciples' feet, Peter, like some of us perhaps, had that mindset, oh, no, 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 you don't have to do that for me. Well, Jesus said, well, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. See, we can't just come to the table and participate in a communion, but it's a more than that. When we leave here, we who is it that we're going to serve? Who is it that we're going to share the love of Jesus with? Who is it that we're going to let them know that God still lives? Yeah. Who is it that we're going to know that God loves? them and they have an opportunity to the right to the tree of life who is it so peter said lord don't wash me uh, 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 you can't do when he said that when jesus said well if i don't wash you you have no part with me so hold it don't just wash my feet and my hands but wash me all over how many know god i don't want you to do a just a little dip of that but do you i want you to wash me all over all over thank Sanctify me, God. Hey, somebody, come on. Give God a praise. But watch this now. Watch. We're at this table. And Jesus sets the stage. And I thought about this apostle named Ebath. There are three types of people that were at this table. (laughs) Oh, my God. Somebody said, well, who who were they? they? They're going to represent each and every one of us, one of us, or us rather, is going to represent one of these three type of people that I'll tell you as we go along. Amen. And so you heard how Jesus girded himself with a towel. He tied the towel, wrapped the towel around himself so that he could do what? Serve. Somebody say serve. Serve. Here we see the ultimate example of servant leadership. Jesus led by example. Now somebody might be sitting out there and saying, well, what does servant leadership mean to me? Listen, you don't need a title to be used by God to be a servant leader. How many know God will use you wherever he can use you to impact somebody's life? And when he uses you in that way, you are servant leader. Amen? Why? Because you're introducing somebody to Jesus Christ. You're introducing them, first of all, by the example that they see. They see you, and they know there's something different about you. 
Why? Because a blank of blanket ain't coming out your mouth every five minutes or so. Every time something go on, blank of blank of. You know, some folk think it's okay when they use certain languages, but my Bible asks a question, say, how can bitter and sweet come from the same fountain? How can you say that you belong to the Lord and that you are a disciple of his, but your speech betrays you. Because when you get ticked off, something else might come out of that fountain. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody need to hear me in here. I ain't the only one that been delivered from it. Amen. I ain't the only one that been delivered from it. When, when you get touched a certain way, come on here now. That flips the switch, Minister Edwards. Amen. And it flips the switch. And so now something else coming out your mouth. How many know? One day, one day, one day, one day, one day, when I totally surrendered to the Lord, the Lord said, that can't come out your mouth no more. No matter how angry you get, no matter how much they tick you off, that can't come out your mouth no more. And so you got to lay before the Lord and allow the Lord to do a work in you. Now, somebody might say, well, it's, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really, because listen, I don't talk about hell unless I'm talking about the place. Is anybody hearing me? And, and so you got to put things out. Yeah, yeah, I know the deal. I've been there. Come on here now. You got to put things in the right context. So here Jesus is serving his disciples. He didn't ask them to serve him. He's serving them. What that told me was that as a leader, when I answered the call of God on my life, that meant that I was submitting to the call all the way. That meant that my ministry, what God had called me to, was not just about me. It wasn't just about me being anointed and appointed, called, and sent by God. But it was about the lives that I would touch. It was about the people who I would impact. It was about those that I would pour into. It was about those that I would and am still serving. Not to get a big head, but because I've been called to humble myself and be a servant. Jesus did the ultimate uh, humility act, and there are four reasons. And I, I just want to throw this in here, Apostle Willie. Four reasons why he served. He served that he might testify his love, that he might prove his love to his disciples. The scripture says that he loved them to the end. The second reason is that he might give an instance of his own voluntary humility. The third reason is that he might signify to them spiritual washing, which is referred to in his discourse in verse Peter or with Peter in verses 6 and 11. And then the fourth is that he might set them as an example. And the opening of these four reasons will take place and de develop the whole story. So those four reasons tells us why Jesus realized it was important that he humble himself. Not only that, he knew he didn't have much time. And he knew he was about to leave. And he knew that he needed to leave after he had completed the assignment. Mm -hmm. 
And when you look at this scripture, as we get ready to bring this to a close, the scripture now says that now after they he washed their feet, now they're getting ready to eat. And now, here, remember I said there are three types of people, right? Watch this now. They get ready to eat. And so the scripture says in verses 18, 17, watch 16, 17, the servant is not greater than his Lord, as Apostle Mamie Tarver was sharing. But he said, if ye know these things, happy are ye if you what? Do them. A hint that even among real Christians, the doing of such things will come lamentably short of the knowing. In other words, that why do we have to do this? I could participate in the Lord's Supper, but why do I have to wash somebody else's feet? See, there's a lot of people don't mind the doing the things that everybody can see them, but what about the things where nobody can see what you're doing? When you're helping somebody, when you're bringing groceries to somebody and they don't put you in the news, when you help pay somebody's bill and they don't put that in the news. What about when you pray for somebody and they get healed and they don't put that in the news? Am I talking to anybody here? And so the Bible says that now they're at this place of eating because Jesus said, if you, when I wash you, he said, then you are part of me. But he said, watch you. Some of you are clean, but some of you are not. He knew who was about to betray him. Why would you bring that up? It's because everybody that come to church ain't there for the right reason. Yes, yes, yes. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. He demonstrated being a servant. And as we demonstrate being a servant, like Apostle Willie said, there may be times that God will have us do things nobody else will know about. And so you won't be able to be put out on blast. You won't be able to use that to become famous and well-known. Your name won't just be out there like that because of what you've done and because of how good you've done, because of how you gave to somebody, how you sold, how you bought groceries. Nobody don't need to know that but God. And you're doing it out of a sincere heart when you're doing it. If you are doing it out of a sincere heart, you really don't care who knows. All you know is you know there was a need. And so that when Peter said, don't wash me, no, 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 no. Because the reason why you said that, because the act of washing feet was being a lowly servant. Back in that day, when the people traveled, their feet got dusty because they usually wore sandals or walked barefoot. And so when they arrived at their destination, it was customary to wash their feet. And as far as Peter was concerned, we can wash our own feet. Jesus, you are our master and our Lord. We don't want you doing that. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. I need to give you the right perspective about servant leadership. I need to give you the right perspective about what you've been called to do. I need to give you the right perspective about the lives that you're going to touch. There are going to be times that you're going to have to humble yourself and get downright lowly. And do what needs to be done in order to help somebody else. And so we want to be uh, in relationship and want a part of Jesus all the way. We don't want our, our relationship, our communication. We don't want anything to be interrupted or cut off or limited. He said, if you don't do this, you won't have no part with me. And so sometimes we've got to do the things we don't understand why we got to do it. And he said, you know what? Right now, you may not understand all of why I'm doing this for you. But one day, you will understand. 
Yes. And so here at the verse 18, it says, He's, uh, I speak not of you all. He says, I know whom I'm chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He that eateth bread with me hath lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you, before it come, that when it come to pass, ye may believe that I am he. Verse 20, he says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I receive, I send, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. And even David said, he said, my familiar friend. In other words, he was telling them, he says, somebody who's going to betray me mm -hmm. is somebody that know me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be so disfigured. Don't be so like you losing it when somebody who you supported, somebody who you helped, somebody who you was right there for them, you was like a leaning on for them, you was a confidant for them, and all of a sudden they flipped the script. Anybody ever had somebody flip the script? Meaning they, what? Mm -hmm. See, if it was a stranger, you can handle it a little bit better because you, you expect it to come from them. But when it comes from somebody that sat at your table, My as with Jesus, in all the years, Pastor Hector, that I've read the scripture, heard the scripture mm -hmm. preach, it just really came clear to me when he that lifted up his heel against me. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is he saying? Come, come, uh, uh, Minister Evans, come here because you, you, you tall, so everybody will see you. Watch this now. <laughs> this is an example. This is an example. Not saying that he's going to do this. Come up here, sir. Watch this. See that one that he got there? Watch this. Watch this. Now, turn, turn around. I'm going to show you something. So G Judas is with Jesus. And I said, okay, lifted up his heel. Let oh, my God. Then the Holy Spirit showed me what it looked like. Turn around. Now start walking. He lifted up his heel, which meant he walked away from Jesus. Everybody else, you couldn't see they healed because they was what? With him. When they were, they was against him, they lifted up their heel and walked against him. Because when you read the further verses, it talks about how the people who was going to attack Jesus, Judas was on their side in the midst. But wait a minute, it gets better. He got paid. Folks get paid to trip on you. But is it worth it? 30 pieces of silver was equated in our dime, $27.30. That's cheap labor. Are you with me? So Jesus is letting us know the invitation to the table. Listen, he's not being discriminatory. He said everybody can come, but he realized that some folks coming, even folks that come to church, even folks that come to the revival, even folks that come to the conference, all of that, they, some folks come to spectate, but not participate. Can I say this, Apostle Willie? Listen, he chose them. Remember he said, I know who I've chosen. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. A lot of people think you don't know. Hmm? A lot of people think you don't know. And, and then here's the thing. <clears throat> people will promise you this and promise you that. If you betray the one that you really should not betray. Anybody hearing me? If you do the things that you really should not be doing. 
And, and so Jesus said, not all of you, some of you are not all clean, but it's not, I'm not talking about all of you. But here's the thing. He still had to say it out. Some folk get offended when we preach certain messages because they think we preaching on them or at them. No, we preaching what God gives us. Listen, if you ain't guilty, if you ain't the one doing it, then you shouldn't be offended by it because it's about who it's about. And God knows. Sometimes we don't even know who all it is. But God knows, and he'll give you a certain message. The other week, God changed my message. I had it all. I had my notes. I had so many pages of notes, Pastor Cassandra, until I was flipping through myself saying, what can I eliminate? And God said, you can eliminate all of it because I'm changing your message. Anybody hearing me? And so here's the thing. When Judas betrayed him and the rest of the disciples didn't understand why Jesus was talking the way he was talking. But he said, he said, I know who you are. He said, I know who's going to betray me. And so they said, well, who is it? Lord, is it I? One passage of scripture says they went around saying, Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? He said, it is the one who, and he told them who it would be. They still didn't get it. But when Judas exposed himself and left, they still didn't figure it out until the event took place. How many know we've got a seat at the table? And here's the thing. Make sure that we come to the table and that we don't betray. Make sure that we come to the table, we receive the goods. And when we receive the goods, we don't receive it and then allow somebody to, to, to seduce us, to betray the one who's given us the goods. Amen. And so we're finally, as we close, when you read that scripture in its fulfillment, the one that betrayed Jesus, but he got paid, but he paid an ultimate price with his life. Yes, did. It's not worth the betrayal. And so, and guess what? His name is in the Bible, but it lets you know that he is not counted amongst the disciples no longer. So what am I saying? It's a blessing, as Apostle Mamie Torbert stated, where we're invited to the table. What is the table? The table is to participate with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this table is open to everybody who is saved, who loves Jesus. You may not be a member yet, so are you saved? Do you love Jesus? You're welcome to the table. As Pastor Mamie said, that there's some tables we're not invited to. There's some rooms we're not invited to. I never forget one time, they might be watching, I don't know. Might be your cousin, I don't know. But I was invited to... Um, minister at this particular conference and um, they invited me into the upper room you know the dining area where everybody else wasn't and um, they were serving dinner but for their beverage it wasn't iced tea it was the actual wine and so I let them know now please understand this is my personal I let them know that I don't drink wine so they said, why? I said, I drink Welch's grape juice. 
So they like, well, what if you go to somebody, some other country and minister or somebody's house and minister, what you're going to do? And that's their culture. I said, I would stay in my culture. I'll let them know I don't drink, but I can drink water. And guess what happened? And my reason for sharing this is because the next time they had dinner, they didn't invite me in the room. Come on here. How many willing to pay the price to hold your standard? Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Now, please understand. I didn't say it was wrong for you. It just wouldn't work for me. Are you with me? Y'all looking at me like, Where's the church that was here a few minutes ago? You know, but what am I saying? I'm saying that you have to know who you are yes. when Jesus invites you yes. to the table. Amen. Now for all of our guests, we serve Welch's great juice. So you have to worry about being intoxicated just in case you don't have a designated driver. Am I talking? Y'all can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> are you with me? Yes. So I never forget. Somewhere. Listen, the Bible says that, um, a merry heart do good like medicine. I never forget we went somewhere and they actually had the real deal, you know. And these are all preachers and all. I'm not mad at them. I won't mention their name because it might be your cousin. But they all had it. They passed the cup around. So now I wasn't in the world like Pastor Maybe, right? <laughs> so I really didn't know. Pastor Hector, what it's supposed to smell like or whatever, but I knew what grape juice smelled like. And I knew that this didn't smell like grape juice. So, <laughs> and there was so I was like hoping they would let us all stay sitting in our seat and do this so we could just like kind of like leave it on the table. So, no, I want all the preachers to come up. Oh, so they, <laughs> so they had us all lined up. And I know somebody watching, they probably laughing right now. They, um, they had us all lined up. So we did like we normally do. Yeah. <laughs> we were standing there. We're the only ones that we took the bread, but we just kept the cup. He asked me to check it to make sure the confirmation. <laughs> and, so, and so they looked at us like, huh? You know, like, you know, but see, this is this is the price you have to be willing to pay when you're representing Jesus. Yes, yes. Are you with me? Sometimes you're not gonna fit in. All right. So I just wanted to encourage you. Give God some praise in this place because y'all is like, if y'all can see the way y'all look, <laughs> I tell you, it's a blessing. But give God a praise because he's an awesome God. Yes, invitation to the table. But before we do this, we want to extend an invitation to Christ. Yes. Before we can get to the table, we got to have a relationship with him. So while every head is bowed, every eye is closed, and even those that are watching, if you say, you know, today I want to give my life to Jesus, I, I want, and maybe you said, I'm already saved, but I just need a good church home. I need a place where I can be fed, where I can be ministered to. We're happy to welcome you to be a part of Yes, Lord Ministries. Amen. And I say, Yes, Lord Ministries is not the only church, but we want of God's churches. Amen. Amen. So while every head is bowed, every eye is closed, I want to ask a question. If you believe, that today that you know God loves you so much and you're not saved or you maybe once was saved but life happened but you want to give back to God I want you to just lift your hand and then put it down we want to make sure we include you in our prayer praise God amen but there may be those that says I'm already saved but I've been just moved to the city or just moved to the state and I saw you online or whatever and um, I, I want to be a part of this ministry I believe that I could be a blessing to this ministry and this ministry 
ministry could be a blessing to me. If that's you, just lift your hand and put it down. I want to make sure that we include you. Amen. Praise God. And maybe there are those that say, I need special prayer today. I, I, there's some things I need God to move in my life. There's some things I've been putting before the Lord. And I just said, Lord, I need to hear from you. If that's you, just lift your hands and put it down. Amen. Praise God. Because we want to include you in that prayer. Amen. So for those that respond, and even those that we may not see you online, but you're responding, we want you to join in with us. And every believer all over, we want you to join us as we say these words, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you, thank you for encouraging me, for encouraging with, me your word, with your word, an invitation. An invitation to the table. I ask you, Jesus, I ask you, to, Jesus come into my heart to come into my heart and to forgive me, and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Of every one of my Cleanse, sins. Me, Jesus. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Wash me. Make me whole. Make me whole. I want to have that assurance, I want to have that, assurance that I can always be with you that I can always and be you will you. always be with me. And you will always Thank, be with you, me. Jesus, Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for, dying on the cross, for, my, sins, for my sins, going into the grave, going into the grave. but rising the rise on the third day, on the third day, giving me victory, giving me victory, giving me hope, giving me hope, and a new opportunity in life. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that right now I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Come on, give God some praise. My God. You prayed that prayer. We want to say congratulations. Welcome to the body of Christ. While everyone in this room is standing, amen. We thank God for those that prayed the prayer, whether for salvation, whether it was for special prayer, whatever it was that you need. Even if you said, I'm looking for a church home and I believe that this is where God wants me to be. We want to thank God for you. Amen. 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 So those of you that um, accepted Christ that are here in the room. Those of you that are online, you can put a private message in our Facebook page, Amen. YLM uh, Facebook page, Amen. Let us know that you received Jesus, and then send us an email. The information events at ylmconnect.org is on the screen, Amen. You can send us an email to let us know that on this day you gave your life to Jesus. How I many know that's an awesome thing yes. when people can give. Amen. Jesus. Amen. amen. And so those of you that are here, amen. If you needed special prayer, we'll take time for you because you're important to us. You need special prayer. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website, visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.